My name is Evan Christensen. I am Vicar Hillary's husband, and I will be supply preaching for you this morning. Welcome to Word from the Mountaintop, a weekly inspirational podcast brought to you from the Mountain Luther Parish. Today's Word of the Lord will be shared by Pastor Jason or Pastor Jess Felici. Our Gospel is from the Gospel of Matthew, the 20th chapter. Jesus said to the disciples, The kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with the laborers for the usual daily wage, he sent them into his vineyard. When he went out about nine o'clock, he saw others standing idly in the marketplace. And he said to them, You also, go into the vineyard, and I will pay you whatever is right. So they went. When he went out again about noon and about three o'clock, he did the same. And about five o'clock, he went out and found others standing around. And he said to them, Why are you standing here idle all day? They said to him, Because no one has hired us. He said to them, You also, go into the vineyard. When evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his manager, Call the laborers and give them their pay, beginning with the last and then going to the first. When those hired about five o'clock came, each of them received their usual daily wage. Now when the first came, they thought they would receive more, but each of them also received the usual daily wage. And when they received it, they grumbled against the landowner, saying, These last were only one hour. And you have made them equal to us, who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat. But he replied to one of them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to the last the same as I give to you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or are you envious because I am generous? So the last will be first and the first will be last. Here ends the Gospel. Grace to you. The Gospel is the good news of Jesus Christ. And recently, that news from Jesus has focused deeply on forgiveness. We heard last week of the radical forgiveness Jesus taught through a parable. With hope, we might have actually have taken Jesus' words seriously and lived out forgiveness in our daily lives. After all, that is an aspect of Christian living, isn't it? To to be forgiveness, to show forgiveness. But forgiveness isn't the only thing that we've heard from Jesus over recent weeks and months. Many of the parables that we've heard have had this expression, the kingdom of heaven is like We hear these words from Jesus again in this week of the parable of the vineyard. On the surface, this parable doesn't seem to be about forgiveness, not in the same way that Jesus has been telling us recently. However, I want want us to listen to this good news that Jesus shares in the parable. Jesus begins this parable with that common refrain, the kingdom of heaven is like. This time it's like a vineyard a vineyard in need of workers. In response to this need, the vineyard owner hires workers throughout the day. The day laborers agree to work for an agreed-upon wage, and they work diligently. 
Now, let us remember that this is a parable. That means that Jesus is teaching the disciples something. Something about the kingdom of heaven. And he tells it through this story. Often that lesson in a parable is found in the unexpected and radical deviation from the expected norm. The disciples encounter that surprise when the landowner instructs the manager when the landowner instructs the manager to pay each worker a full day's wage, despite some only working for a few hours, while the others, they labored all day. Jesus notes that those who worked all day expected a greater reward. They expected a greater reward for their dedicated service, yet the landowner paid them the same. We read that these workers grumbled and complained about the landowner's decisions. They were angry, and they made their anger known. The landowner replies with patience and understanding. He says, take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to the last the same as I give to you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or are you envious because I am generous? So the last shall be first, and the first shall be last. Let us remember that Jesus says this parable is about the kingdom of heaven. And if that vineyard is like heaven, then it'd be accurate to say that the landowner is like God. It's God who provides for those workers, yet in response, those who worked all day and received what God promised, they grumble and grow angry with God. The workers believe that their work and their effort should be more honorable and more rewarded by God. The workers are angry with God. The story of Jonah is also about someone angry with God's action. Jonah is tested with being a prophet to the city of Nineveh. The city, as the book of Jonah describes it, is a massive, God-forsaken place full of sin and vice, and Jonah was tasked by God to preach repentance to them. But Jonah rejected God's call because he knows that God is going to forgive the city. God forgave the city. Jonah is frustrated and angry that God cares for the people of Nineveh. Jonah laments to God, I knew that you are gracious, God, and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and ready to relent from punishment. Jonah disagrees, disagrees with God's actions and grumbles and complains just like the workers in the vineyard. The common behavior between these two stories is an anger about God's love for those who Jonah and the workers don't think deserve it. They're angry about God's grace. Does this attitude from the workers surprise us? Or is this behavior something that might hit a little bit too close to home? There's a certain discomfort that many of us have towards God's grace. I mentioned earlier how great it would be if we all actually offered the radical forgiveness modeled by Jesus. But we know that this is a challenge. We're okay offering forgiveness over little things, like when someone forgets to take out the trash, or we have a slight disagreement at the grocery store. But so often we hold tight 
to our feelings when presented with something which truly challenges us. It is a rare and wonderful thing when someone is able to offer difficult forgiveness. The workers, they feel slighted by the vineyard owner when they're paid less than they think they deserve. How often do we think that someone does not deserve something or that we deserve something much greater? Now, I'm sure we all have a story that comes to mind when we hear this. For me, I think to my first job. I had an interesting first job in high school. I taught martial arts classes. It's something I had done since I was a, a little kid, and in high school, I was uh, hired to teach. Now, each year, this school had a big celebration banquet to honor the students and the teachers and the families. It was a big celebration to honor and encourage everyone in the school. One award was Instructor of the Year, and I put my mind to winning that award. I put my mind to being the best teacher I could be, and toward the end of high school, I had been teaching for a couple years, and I was having great success. My students were succeeding, and I was sure that I would be awarded Instructor of the Year. But you guessed it, it went to someone else. Now, th this person, I'm still friends with them, and they are a, an incredibly competent, skilled martial arts practitioner and instructor, but I still felt that that award was something I deserved. I was hurt, disappointed, and angry. We experience these same feelings when people are extended God's grace when we think they shouldn't get it. We reject the goodness of God's grace. We have the same problem as Jonah, and we are the workers who think that they should be paid more. Our sinful nature lies to us and makes you and I believe that God's grace is a finite resource, and that there's only so much to go around. We tell ourselves that if God loves someone else, then maybe God doesn't love me. We must recognize that this is a lie of sin. The good news of this parable is that sin does not win out. The worker's anger does not stop God's grace, and Jonah's lament does not change God's mind. We hear the psalmist praise ring loudly, the Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. God's nature is to love and care for God's people and God's creation. Through compassion and mercy, God seeks out the day laborers and gives them work and resources for life. God's vineyard provides for the community and the people's needs are met equally. Just as the vineyard owner has patience and is slow to anger over the complaints of the workers, God has patience and is slow to anger over Jonah's complaints. And still, even those who reject God's grace are cared for. The kingdom of heaven, as Jesus shares in this parable, is like God. The kingdom of heaven is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. This was the good news witnessed by the people of Nineveh. This is the good news experienced by the disciples who heard Jesus tell this parable. And this is the good news for us today. No matter our inward desires, no matter our rejection of God's grace for both ourselves and for others, God does not withhold grace from us. 
The kingdom of heaven is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, because that is who God is. You and I are created and cared for by a God who remains faithful to us through the Son, Jesus Christ. We are filled with the Holy Spirit to experience God's love in our lives. Though we, we reject God's grace, God remains steadfast in love for you and for me and for the world. And as Jesus tells this parable to the, to the disciples, he tells it also to us. We hear the truth about God's character revealed through Jesus' words. The Spirit moves us to action and response to this good news. As God is gracious and full of compassion, for us we are to be gracious and full of compassion for our neighbor, for our spouse, for each person whom we encounter. Just as God is slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, we are to be slow to anger and abound in steadfast love, the love which comes from God. As Christians, we follow the example of Christ just like the landowner who acts radically toward workers and gives abundantly, even in the face of anger and rejection, we are called to act radically, to extend grace even when we don't think it is deserved, because it's not our grace to control. This grace comes from God, who, let us proclaim it loudly, from God who is gracious and full of compassion, from God who is slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. And for this, we give thanks.